Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The scenario is Extremophilia. It was written by Shane Ivey, and it is part of a collection called A Night at the Opera. Our handler is Lex Hurley, and this is episode four. A recap will be given by Matt Ryan as his character, Agent Throttle. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matt? Thanks, Tom. Hello, everyone. I put together a little schematic I shared in the Discord channel with you all to try to sort of figure out what's going on. Rather than create a summary that describes what we've done step by step, I thought maybe I would take what we've learned and put it together into uh, try to describe what the fuck is going on. Item number one. Do we want to share screen so the audience can see or? I don't know. I don't have it on the screen. It's in the uh, Discord. It's okay. I can put it up there. I have okay. it on my sketchbook. Yeah. Edit and post. Okay. No, edit, and post. edit and post. Yeah. We'll fix this in post. This takes me back to my TV days. Okay, item number one. Uh, sometime around late March, we think, according to the dash camera from Officer Jacob's car, Feb 26, 2017, an unknown suspect shows up on the outskirts of town, interacts with Officer Jacob, throws up on him, and then leaves. Item number two, Jacob dies three days later on March 1st. That's when we get called in. The incomplete autopsy says it's heavy metal poisoning. And there is a fairly large toxic site nearby the Berkeley pit. Uh, the original autopsy is inconclusive. We went uh, last time and I did a little doctoral research on the body and found out that there is some strange unnatural gut flora growing inside this corpse where there should be nothing growing, but there's a very active agent going on inside the body. That we've documented, that's unnatural. From the body, the trail led two ways, to the coroner's office and to the wife and newborn child, Jacobs's wife. Um, so following the trail to the wife, she's in a trailer, she's got the newborn child. She does not appear to be contaminated, if this is a contaminant, and we suspect it is a contaminant. She does not appear contaminated. But the baby certainly did appear contaminated to me, Agent Throttle. The baby did not appear contaminated to Agent Highlight. The baby was born two months early, but appears to be a healthy baby that is growing quickly. That is unnatural. The uh, strange appearance to me in the not-to-high line is weird as well. It could mean that the baby has some sort of mystical powers. That's, uh, that's just assumed. It could also be that there's something wrong with me and with my senses. Or there's something wrong with Agent Highline. We don't know. We just know that that is weird. The other weird thing about the wife is that she keeps talking about a star child, that the baby is some star child or some, I forget. But uh, it would be interesting to discover where that knowledge came from. She's very protective of the child. 
From the body, the the, uh, the the plot also led to the coroner. When we went to the coroner's house, it had it, he had fled. The coroner was gone. I can't. Re- the house was in disarray. I can't remember if it had been searched or if he just fled quickly. But there was uh, signs that he was a battery eater. That for some reason, he was chewing on batteries. We have not figured that out either yet. He was gone by the time we got there. We got there March eighth, twenty seventeen. And just to put this in perspective, Officer Jacobs met this unsub on uh, Feb 26. Three days later, he was dead. If uh, the coroner did the autopsy, and we know he did the autopsy a day later on March 2nd, it is now March 8th. If this contaminant travels as quickly through the coroner as it did through Jacobs, the coroner is dead somewhere. But at this point, all we know is the coroner is missing. At the same time, Agent Chaos, except I always say Chaos and it's Kios, Agent Kios went to the green locker and found a cassette tape. Playing the cassette tape, uh, there was an interview with a Native American. And during this interview, now I can't remember how old this interview is, but it's a cassette tape. So it wasn't yesterday. We're playing in 2017. The, uh, the Native American talks about star children. And that there's some uh, some sort of ceremony or something that the indigenous people used to do on Devil's Tower to summon or talk to or interact or do something with the star children. That's where we left it. Those are sort of the facts and the uh, suppositions. Devil's Tower is an eight hour drive from where we are. Um, we don't know how old the cassette tape is. We don't know why Jacob's wife doesn't show any sign of contamination. We don't know where the coroner is. And uh, nor do we know how she knows anything about the star children. It would be interesting to interview her again, although I hate running back there. But it would be interesting to know how she knows about it. The last thing that I didn't make any notes of is that uh, I do note that the cops seem to be everywhere where we are at some weird time. Every time we turn around, there's one of these podunk cops sticking their face into business. Uh, I don't know if that's, I'm paranoid by nature. I don't know if that's weird or or if there's some sort of uh, premeditative plan going on. Uh, That's my summary. All right. Thank you, Matt. Uh, And keeping in this review of notes and going over of information, uh, we join everyone back in their rooms or perhaps the lobby at the La Quinta Inn in uh, Helena, Montana. Um, Some of you, Agent Bagman, I remember, has a stack, metaphorical stack of PDFs for financial records within Helena, Montana to go through investigating donors to uh, Sheriff Leo Potter's numerous re-election campaigns. Um, Agent Throttle was uh, examining some of the samples that they took earlier. Uh, Was there any other research that the rest of you would like to employ for the remaining hours of the day it's around maybe let's call it 7 p.m at this time so we have you know between three and five hours to get some quality squinting work done i think it was also facial recognition for the for the answer on the in the video yes you are still yeah you're still waiting on a reply back from uh headquarters in order to get a hit on that they have not responded at this time 
I'm not sure if it, it it's pertinent to the current situation, but possibly my theories on the, uh, the copper mine. Can I get like look up a complete history of the copper mine when it started, when it was closed? Sure. Was it flooded. That's the Berkeley pit you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Who owns so. it, or does is it still owned, or is it now just land? Okay. So Agent Joy, Highline. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm going to look up um, relevant stories, myths, history about Devil's Tower, just in case it's relevant to our case. Um, so you know, look up Native American lore and or recent news, like if there's mystery articles, things like that. Buffalo's head landing up on it, that kind of deal. Gotcha. And Agent Highline, uh, what would you like to do this evening? Well, um, did we, what, going back to the cassette, was there anything that indicated a certain key moment or day uh, that this ceremony would be done at top of? Uh, I think the, there was. I, I, I think there was some sort of timely, they, they, they did it at certain special times. Yeah, I just don't remember what it. Me neither, man. Well, we've got the tape. You could review it. Sure. So, so maybe Highline will go back and listen to the tape and try to get that information. And then going forward past this, this evening, um, it might be a good use of our time to maybe grab a sample from the Berkeley pit. It's not, I, I agree with that. Yeah. We're far away. In fact, time. I might need to help you a little Highline on the, on the recording because he says a few things in, uh, in Cree that I I can I can speak Lakota which I can I can figure out what he's saying when he says it okay so would you two like to go on a little field trip in the evening to drive out to Butte uh for the Berkeley pit oh and I can give you off that's yeah. an eight hour drive no no no, no Butte is like maybe an hour oh. away the Devil's Tower is over an eight hour drive okay we could be there and back by the morning yeah, we'll take uh, we'll take some uh, stuff to samples, uh, test tubes, whatever. Okay, perfect. Um, we can take my truck and listen to the tape in my uh, tape deck. Yeah. One last final bit is that we do have the coat that this this uh, unsub vomited on mm -hmm. that Agent Highline was eager to get. Well, we also and have I the will... shit. <laughs> yes, you have a you have a swab yeah. from the a coat Agent and an Amazon box of baby shit. Yeah. Well, that's right. We have the stool. So if there's any, uh, and what are we looking for in the stool? We don't know. We're just looking to see if it's normal. Stomach contents. I mean, I, what, is, he, is it full of heavy metals? Is it? Oh, no. You know, of the fungus. Yeah. We're looking for the flora. Yeah. We're yeah. looking for evidence of this weird flora, both in the stool sample and in, uh, we did get uh, the wife's blood. I did draw that. So I can that's look correct. for that. Yeah. Too. Yes. So that's what I'll be doing. I'll be looking at the blood. I'll be looking at the stool. I'll be seeing if there's any samples that I can take from the collar of this jacket to see if there's anything important. Yeah. See if it's an infection of all three things and then. Right. And also we'll how the closer. fungus reacts to the presence right. of batteries, heavy metals, that sort of thing to confirm that they might be related. Yeah, exactly. So this is what I'm imagining. 
and uh, feel free to stop me at any time if this is something your character may not do. I'm imagining uh, agents Throttle and Joy would set up a very impromptu sort of science lab in one of their rooms, uh, set up a variety of Petri dishes and things. Agent Joy bought a variety of batteries. And so using some of the scrapings of the confirmed gut flora from Fred Jacobs, um, lining up some Petri dishes, uh, perhaps some with a double A battery, some with the little smaller ones that have a higher concentrations of zinc. And due to Agent Throttle's medicine score, um, because you have a medicine of 60, what is your, uh, do you have pharmacy or? Um, biology. If you can give me the values on any sort of other medical or science related skills, this might be important. Yeah, yeah, I've got a 60 in biology and uh, 60 in pharmacy. That's and, good enough uh, for me. Well, okay. And what is, what the hell is my medicine? Your medicine is at 60, I remember 60. from last week. Yeah, 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 so this is what I do. All right, so you don't know what the hell this gut flora is, but what you do know is that it seems to look like a fungus so or at least it has some properties of fungi uh that's the most recognizable part about it um by that point uh agent joy has lined up several petri dishes that have different varieties of batteries in them you also split these samples and uh add in some very potent antifungal medications that make clotrimazole just look like a little bit of uh like window wash and you also add in some um agents that would remove heavy metals, some alkylating agents, uh, to see if maybe it could starve the fungus out. And you're letting all of these out and we'll wait and check on these until morning. While this is happening, uh, Agent Joy, you're searching uh, on through for different references to Devil's Tower. And what you find is that it is a hub for UFO myths. Um, it's where the showdown in Close Encounters of the Third of the Third Kind happened. And so there is no shortage of various, um, you know, sort of Bigfoot-esque uh, conspiracy theories, metal objects in the sky all around it. It's, um, in addition to being a well-photographed national monument, um, it's also a sort of a hub, um, not unlike Roswell or Area 51 when it comes to pop culture UFO myths. This doesn't really get you very far. So by this point, that's why I'm imagining you're working with these Petri dishes and getting these lined up and taking notes to check tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, Agent Throttle, you're going to examine the blood samples of Christina Jacobs uh, along compared with the samples of the flora that you took. Once you find there are, you can get a general idea. There's a pretty high metal concentration in Christina Jacobs' blood. You can't get strict amounts because, again, you're sort of, you're working with matches and a magnifying glass here. There's not a whole lot, uh, metaphorically speaking. So... But what you can tell is that this fungus is in Christina Jacobs' blood. It is in the infant's blood and stool samples. And there are very, very slight trace amounts of it on Fred Jacobs' coat. And you can also tell that there is a decent concentration of heavy metals within the stool samples from the infant. So you are finding... Oh, go ahead. So there's... The, so the... But the I find the fungal, I find the fungus. Let's just call you, it. I know it's it's more than a fungus, but 
Yes, let's call it the flora because that sounds mysterious. You find okay. the flora across all three of the samples. It was on Jacob's coat. It is in Christina's blood. It is in Joanna's blood. And is it stolen. alive? Is it yes. still active? It is active. On the coat, is it still active? It is very, very weak. Uh, it's like there you still see a slight bit of movement in your um, on your microscope, but like it's hardly anything. Interesting, but it is still alive. And then in the in the stool and the blood, uh, is it very active? Yes. Is it multiplying right before me? Yes. You know what it I'm seems do? to be doing well. What I'm going to do, and I'm just going to, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm doing this, is I'm going to draw my own blood, and I'm going to check my own blood for floral content. Okay. And the response to that you can send me in a chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Please. I'm, I'm debating if that's sand roll worthy of just the shit. Is it in me? Um, let me go ahead and. I'll make a sand roll. I love making sand rolls. <laughs> we're, we're practiced in stoicism. No, 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 no fail all right so as you get a sterile syringe out your hand trembles a little bit more than you're comfortable with like almost nicking part of your arm it's just this silent prayer to yourself you hold your breath you take one uh sand loss hold your breath take the sample and then squirt it on the petri before you even have a chance to think about it and search and you can exhale your blood is clean you do not see any of this flora in it for now. On that note, in the lobby near the complimentary um, hot dirt water, I mean coffee, uh, at the La Quinta, um, Agent Bagman is going through various financial records, tax records, et cetera, for various movers and shakers uh, within Helena. Um, what you will find i made a note of this should have pulled this up ahead of time all right so what you find is that most of the businesses within helena are sort of agricultural energy oil natural gas uh forestry related and it's generally reflected within the industries in helena however there's a couple that stand out um that are not related to that uh one is St. Peter's Hospital. The second is Breckenridge Corporation. And third is Benthic Company. And hearing those names, it, it sort of, it, it rings a little bit of a bell to you. And you can't help but remember that the address to the Sheriff's Office is at 221 Breckenridge Street. Now, if you want to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was the third name? My, my pen betrayed me. Uh, Benthic. Ben. Sorry. Had a moment. I do that on purpose. Benthic. Okay. All right. And what were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, 
you happen to remember that uh, the sheriff's department is at 221 Breckenridge Street. Okay. So it's a street named after a larger company in the area. Possibly. Or a shell. Or a shell. I, okay, so... That also, Breckenridge is... It's not necessarily an unusual name. Like, there's a famous area in Colorado called that. Um, so it's sort of a regional name. Sure. So this is kind of... I'm leaving this open. So, like, what would you want to look into for these things? Um... The two that are jumping off uh, jump off of my head automatically are Saint the Saint the hospital, because what I want to know is, has something like this happened before? Um, I want to know how much money is going into that hospital, um, because because that's where we went when we got our PPE. Isn't that correct? Okay. Yes, it is. All right. So we're at limited time. So I would say St. Peter's Hospital and the Benthig Company, because that's a weird name. Like Brecker, like, oh, I want to look them all. Can I do all three? You certainly can. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll breeze through some summaries. And in the meantime, I would like you to roll. Um, you can roll accounting or if you have any sort of law paperwork-ish uh, sort of skills, you can roll those. Eventually, you're going to need to go straight into accounting. Um, or finance type skills in order to go through increasingly more complicated records. But we can start with St. Peter's Hospital. It okay. is the largest hospital chain uh, within Helena, Montana, sort of like how you see St. David's everywhere in Texas. Um, and you see that they have donated to Sheriff Potter's reelection campaigns numerous times with pretty hefty price tags, uh, anywhere from like a $10,000 to a $20,000 donation for reelection campaigns, um, searching very quickly for previous like outbreaks and whatnot. It's uh, 2017, so COVID isn't a thing. So nothing that particularly jumps out at you. You find a few like measles outbreaks um, or very mundane looking things very few unexplained sort of mass casualty events um okay. any food poisoning food poisonings um <clears throat> i'm just trying to think of things that i know what we know i'm just trying to think of ways that if someone is not paying attention or someone's trying to you know wave something off ways they could do it and you could say you know if you're if someone's eating batteries I guess that's technically food poisoning, right? So that would certainly be novel. Um, but even just browsing the local sort of ABC news channels, Fox news channels in the area, you don't find um, really any stories that are quite similar to what you're going through here. Nothing is jumping out at you, let's say. Um, regarding. So we, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. All right. Um, so then I'll say you next mentioned that Benthic Company, the name was just a little peculiar and sort of jumped out at you. Um, you start looking through Benthic Company. It is um, owned through a couple of shell companies. Uh, ended up, what did you make on your roll? 
I did not roll it. Uh, I was, so you said accounting? I was 16 accounting, so I feel confident. Okay. That is a nine, so. Nice. Okay, you would have gotten pretty far with just the 60. I thought I remembered yours was pretty high. Um, so what you find looking into Benthic Company, they are a um, sort of a chemical research and manufacture plant. Um, there's not a whole lot. It's a lot of very sort of shiny. We are like helping make the future better. And lots of people looking into microscopes and stock photos on their website. Uh, not a whole lot of details, um, on the company itself. The few citations and things for, um, publications that they have made. They have made fairly substantial donations to Sheriff Potter's, uh, reelection campaigns. Looking a bit deeper, again, there's there's not a lot just going through typical channels from their website that everything sort of leads to a contact us uh, menu and we'll get back to you pretty soon. Searching through tax records um, and other types of things, you do, you really can't help at this point, but notice that uh, that the Benthic company hires out guards from the Breckenridge Corporation within their tax records. You find uh, that the Benthic company is owned by Benthic Holding Industries, sort of hedge fund. You look in through how that is made and you sort of go through a little bit of uh, a couple of extra layers and you end up finding that, let me make sure, um, you uh, end up finding after a solid four hours of combing through all of these papers. Your eyes are burning at this point, staring at the screen that Benthic Enterprises is owned by the Delaware-based Akiaso Incorporated, which is a pharmaceutical firm. But at this point, it's about 11 p.m. at night and your eyes are getting mighty tired. Okay, so just a quick recap: St. Peter's donates to share um, donates to uh, St. Peter's donates to the sheriff to the tune of 10k and 20k donations. It's a record of that. Uh, the Benthic company hires Breckenridge Corporation guards, so they have a business relationship enough that they use their own people to 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 guard their assets, which is a big deal. The Benthic company is owned by the you said Asiaco company? Through several other shell companies, it is traced down to Akiaso Incorporated out of Delaware. And I will put that in chat for spelling. Okay. All right. And what do I know about Akiaso? Well, that's what, at this point, it's taken you four hours of digging through this. So you're getting pretty tired and digging through here. You can also find that... Um, you will need to do a lot more digging that there's even less information about um this thing it's i say that it's a pharmaceutical giant it's a very wealthy not very well publicized pharmaceutical firm that seems to fund or invest in various other industries so this may be something that's going to take either if you want to burn some willpower and stay up all night to read through all of this um i'll let you make another roll perhaps at a minus 20 just because your vision's going to be getting kind of tired at this point um is akioso tied to any um defense contractors government contracts and things like that if they are uh 
bureaucracy might help? I do have a 50 in bureaucracy. Right. And okay. I have a decent bureaucracy score. So while I'm looking things up, I could help too. I feel like, I feel At like this I point, you're still having after... to go through financial records to track yeah. down. But if you want, you can also start pulling that lead too. I feel like I can't sleep after that box of shit. So I'm going to stay <laughs> up and use willpower. Maybe put it next to you so you'll, you'll get more incentive to work. Okay. Um, so for this point, I'm going to say, give me a uh, roll a D3 and uh, take that off of your willpower. Uh, you also have plenty of coffee next to you, but this is just, you're trying to burn the midnight oil. That okay. This seems like some sort of lead. Ooh, that is a three. No, a four. No, if you roll a four, that's two. A, Yeah, a D6 okay. and half it. Yeah, okay. okay. So it's two off my willpower, right? All right. So you're going to spend two more willpower. Um, and I will say, with a 60 accounting, um, you quickly hit a brick wall with Akiyaso, uh, and find that it is owned by a Luxembourg tax shelter, which it is their job to essentially obfuscate a lot of, um, financial investments. So if you can give me another accounting role. Okay. All right. Can't hide from numbers. Pass. Okay. At this point, like you're, you're still just drinking this hot bean water, basically, and sort of staring at your computer, your notepad is fanning up with sheets as you're taking more and more notes on this, you find that this Luxembourg tax shelter is owned by a consortium of investment companies that are based in the Netherlands, you look up where these companies are from that they're based in Singapore, you look up where these are from, and these are from the Channel Islands. Um, and it's it's seeming to just spread out the deeper that you go. You have this sort of pounding that's in your head. You feel like a migraine coming on. You can sort of feel your heartbeat in your ears as you're staring at all of these things. Um, I I want you to make another roll to uh, try to narrow all of these things down one more time. Accounting, correct? Yes. Okay. 30. So pass. All right. You find um, that these um, the Channel Islands holdings, uh, most of them go out to nowhere, uh, except one of them turns out to be owned by March Technologies Incorporated. March Technologies. Do, do we know about March? And your phone rings. My phone rings? Yes. Uh... Uh, Agent Arbery, how can I help you? What the fuck are you doing? I'm sorry, who is this? Bagman, what the fuck are you doing? This is not part of your job. You are hitting every single alarm that we have in the system. You need to tell me what the fuck kind of errand this is right now. And the more he talks, the more you sort of remember what once was a grandfatherly voice uh, from an older Hispanic man with a big mustache that gave you a pile of papers uh, and set you on this whole thing. This is Agent Gaston. Oh. Um, so I'm, I'm doing what you sent me down here to do. I'm following the money. Where in your orders did it say to follow the money? 
Your orders were to investigate if that cop died from. Un- you just said it. You said investigate. And I, that's what I'm doing. I want you to find out what killed that fucking cop. That's what I'm doing. Fine. You have new orders right now. Drop this. Drop this lead. Figure out whatever else. Make sure nothing else is blowing up in fucking Montana. But you are going to drop this right now or I cannot help you. What are you protecting me from? If you know something, why did you send us down here in the first place? What's the I don't point? know anything about what's going on down there, but I do know oh. that you are stumbling through a porcelain shop right now, and I yeah. cannot and will not protect you if you get this up. Yeah, you call, you're calling me at basically midnight over something you don't know about. Are you serious? Oh, I know what you're digging into, and I am telling you it is something that very important people do not want you to dig into. Oh, God. So what do you want me to do? You want me to pack up and leave? No. I want you to wrap up whatever's happening down there. I can tell you whatever you're looking at, they don't have anything to do with it. This may be a splinter or something. Yeah, but... Okay. Their money is causing the issue here. That may be so. We don't have eyes on every single cent that passes through things. If this is some sort of rogue, if this if is this someone is... acting on their own with their money, then I want you to find that and stop it. But I am telling you, I am ordering you to drop this right now. Understood. And I just hang up. And then I guess we're all in the hotel room or if we're in hotel rooms and there's thin walls. So all of you hear just someone say, mother. <laughs> and that is a great point to cut over to a, a truck rumbling down the roads um, going south over to Butte. Um, Highline and Kios are driving out towards uh, the Berkeley pit. By this point, it's well past dark. Um, you both can arrive probably around eight-ish, nine-ish p.m. Um, as you get out, uh, of course, there's there's not really a lot of lights on. You can see the faint outlines of some buildings, street lights that are always on at these times. You get out of your cars. Um, Highline, have you been to the pit before? Yes, he would have. Okay. So... As you both get out of your cars and start walking towards, you see um, a smaller, rather simple building that has a pier connecting to it that leads out to the pit. You also see a few other buildings on the wayside. Um, Kios, I cannot overstate how vast and large this body of water is. You were expecting a lake. This goes on for over a mile in any direction that it's very faint seeing the parts of land on the other side well the smell makes yes well you can see just through the very bits of twilight that are still seeping that like there's land on the other side just a tiny bit but it's mostly water and it makes rotten eggs smell like potpourri as you get out of your car you hear that makes you duck for a split second, that makes you think of gunfire. Nothing nothing came out of your mouth when you made that noise. Well, my microphone did not pick that up. Uh You hear several (laughs) sounds as you get out of your car that causes you to duck ever so slightly. Are you making a bullet sound? 
I think it's I'm like trying bullet hitting to. water. It sounds like bullet hitting water, like top, top, top. Yeah, it, it sounds almost like a, a rifle being fired from a long distance away. Uh, okay. Just like that hollow sort of concussive sound at first. I, I think the microphone is is thinking that like you're coughing and it's, it's yeah. cutting it off. I guess so. Well, that's very nice in every situation except this one. Maybe do bang, bang, bang. So add some Foley and post. And okay. then, but yeah, you um, hear some thunking sounds that cause you to duck a little bit. Do we hear a Mark. delayed cracking sound coming from somewhere off in the distance? Like you know. Okay. And Highline could tell you that they have air cannons set up around the perimeter of uh, this lake to scare away geese and birds to prevent them from landing in the water overnight. Ah, uh, yeah, they had a uh, problem a few years ago with a bunch of migrating geese and ducks land on it on the way down from Canada there... to the south. You know if there's a way down to the water so we can get a sample or is it cliffs oh well, certainly no you can walk down a pier to get over to the water level okay All just right. be careful on the steps i guess you'd call them okay yeah. uh, like yeah. well i'll take my vials and keep my head kind of low as i'm walking sure thing i don't want to get hit so yeah, I don't As, think uh, anybody wants us to go to be down here, so let's be sneaky. Well, unfortunately, we're here at night, so there's probably nobody. And it's so big, mm -hmm. nobody's going to realize we're here except they saw our, our, our uh, car lights. And so, Agent Highline, um, you already sound pretty knowledgeable about the pit. If you want, um, you can either tell Agent Kios a little bit of the history about it as you're sort of sneaking through, or maybe on the way you could have communicated this, or I could relay some information sort of as your character. It's up to you. Yeah. Um, so I guess as we're headed down, I'll just tell him a little bit about it. I, you know, it was sometime in like maybe the 50s or something like that. They started this big copper mine. It was connected with a couple others in the area. And well, in the 80s, they turned it into a super fun site, uh, one of many in this great state, um, because all of these heavy metals and um, were leaching into the, the, the water table. And so what's been going on and the issue why this is still a super fun site is about a foot a month, the water level is rising. And uh, it's only about 100, maybe a little more than 100 feet from below the natural water table. And once that happens, boy, hard times for Montana, I tell you that. The entire river system is going to be contaminated with this shit. Oh, no. So, yeah. And this is a major river that's going to, I mean, it's spread throughout the entire western Montana. Why, why did it close? Well, I mean, it was becoming an environmental issue and people started to notice it and it sort of became uh, unfashionable to continue to operate. So they flooded it. Well, um, so what happened was there was a water pump that was pumping all the water out and moving it around. And once they closed operations, they stopped the pump. And so now it's continuing to rise up. The water pump was stopping it, but... Um, that pump itself was causing issues because it was putting that water other places it wasn't supposed to go. So we've got water, and we've got water that's being mixed with copper and uh, other, 
underground minerals and things like that, which is creating a kind of a toxic, acidic, highly acidic. Mm -hmm. And at this point, this is 2017. So I don't think they've done it yet, but they're talking about creating a water treatment plant, but it hasn't, it's not, it's not at this moment. Well, there's a pretty small water treatment plant that at this point, as you're walking up, you can hear a generator kick on and the pump starting to go. Um, so yes, thank you very much for that, Dan. Um, as, as you're walking that the, the smell is very acrid. This was basically a copper mine that got turned into a strip mine. That was a giant funnel for rain to collect in once they stopped pumping the water out. And then everything has been festering inside ever since you can. You look around, there's no traffic at this point. There's very basic security cameras that are like watching the parking lot that are easily illuminated by the uh, streetlight. So you can easily avoid those. Creep down to the water line and hear the pump at the little generator station a little bit um, off from the main tourist hub. And you can get a couple of samples of this water. Are you wearing gloves or using your bare hands? I use gloves, absolutely. I mean, I have to ask. Uh, we think there's a fungal infection of some sort possibly in uh, some sort of thing living in the water. We're looking for we're li- There shouldn't be living organisms in the water itself, but that's what we're thinking. Something might have adapted to, uh, to the environment. So we'll get, uh, you know, sealable uh, flasks or we've had, we have sealable flasks. We, we know what we're here for. We get the water, um, uh, we probably you know, clean the bottle off afterwards and throw away the rag that we cleaned it with so that we can bring the dry bottles back in a plastic bag uh, okay. so that we're not in contact with And it's 2017, way. so you can still get plastic bags in grocery stores. <laughs> <laughs> now they give them to um, you for 10 cents each. No. <laughs> so let's see. Um Y'all can, you're at this point, I would say that you sort of climbed on top of the little, uh, not necessarily a pier, but there's an observe, observation platform that's nearby the water, so you can be near that. Um, what is your alertness? My alertness is 60%. Mine is 80. You are the twitchiest sheriff's deputy that i have ever seen yes you would definitely notice this highline um that there's some you've been out here before so maybe this is why this jumps out at you but there's some like white metal sort of industrial fold-out picnic table type things that are on this platform um that aren't part of the regular exhibit if you can call it that so this is an area that generally the public is not meant to visit and there's like a day use area set up here. It, it seems that way. Kios, this isn't, this isn't part of the tour. This yeah, that's is, weird. Why would they? Are there chairs lunch down here? There aren't chairs, but there is a fold out table and some uh, supplies and things. It has a paper or a plastic um, sort of a shower cap draped over it. Yeah, why don't you uh, take a look at this, investigate this area a little bit. I'm going to uh, go, go look around the perimeter. Uh, he draws his, Highline draws his gun, and he's going to okay. start walking the perimeter of the area to see if there's any signs of people. I'm going to flip the table 
I'm not I'm not flipping it violently. I'm I'm turning the table up so that I can see if some company has written their name on the underside. So the property you know, of property mm-hmm. of. And in doing that, you see um, labeling that this is property from the Environmental Protection Agency. Ah, I think our EPA people are here. I say that to, uh, yeah. to Agent Harline. You but, shout it? Um, I'll say it loud enough to where I figure he's... Okay. Okay. So, Highline, as you walk the perimeter of this place and with your bonkers alertness, I will go ahead and give you this one. Um, there's a pretty rudimentary chain link fence, fence around this uh, pump station. And you it's just part of your habit as a cop to take a look at, you know, securing the gates and whatnot. And you can't help but notice that the sort of chain and then the master lock that's lazily put to hold this gate together has been cut. The master lock itself, but it's been set back and latched so it looks like it's complete. EPA maybe been here, but this gate's cut over here, Kios. Um, this doesn't seem like uh, their handiwork. Honestly, in my opinion, EPA is a bunch of wussies. I don't think they'd even know how to do this. <clears throat> what? Got the lock? I think it's, they might have been restricted to find anything, and they want to, they're want they looking deeper. Maybe they did cut the lock. Or maybe they established I, this area and secured it, and somebody else <laughs> came in after the fact. They might still be here. I'm, I'm going in. Let's, yeah. I'll go in with him. Yeah. Okay. house. You, um sort of reopen this not much of a lock uh and walk in there's that loose gravel driveway you can see some tracks where vehicles have periodically gone in and out there's not like one clear suspicious set of tracks that you can follow Uh, there's a door with a small uh light above it you can crack that open uh that is well actually no so that door would be locked but it's a pretty regular lock if i remember kios your criminology is pretty good oh uh criminology yeah 70 percent. okay again that's <laughs> i, I want to make y'all roll more but you've got the right skills um so at that point it's nothing to jimmy open you're also not in a hurry um as you walk in you can see that there is a a security camera that is sort of inside. There is basic pump equipment uh, that is actively running at this point. It sort of funnels water um, out from the main tank, and you see several other treatment tanks that are sort of stacked in series um, uh, that Highline would tell you it's sort of where they periodically filter out some of the metals and contaminants such that at the end of it, it is potable water and uh, can be pumped into the regular system. Yeah, they're trying to, uh, what they're doing here, I don't know to what effect, um, are basically trying to stop the water from rising up and uh, contaminating the entire damn uh, watershed. So now if they're taking out the the heavy metals, they must be using chemicals to do that of some sort. Is this passing through a a reverse osmosis filter or... I mean, what if uh, what if the bacteria or the the fungus are getting through? Fungus are pretty small, fungal spores. 
should we we should get a sample of the water coming out the other end the clean water that's supposed to be there you can get a you can get a sample of that um and you can also <clears throat> it's deadly quiet in here there's no sound besides your own boots crunching on the dirty floor and the generators that are going um you do see several uh, industrial metal shelves of chemicals that are stacked up, a decent amount of sodium bicarbonate and other alkylating agents uh, right. and metal and acid neutralizers that they seem to be chemically treating this at different steps throughout. Sure. Uh, but you can get a sample of water from the terminal stage of it. Yeah, we want to definitely do that, see if there's bacteria in that or okay. spores. Is there anything else you want to do while you are here? Is is this a con is this a maze of, of inside or is it just a room and no, this is mostly a glorified tin shack. Okay. Uh, so there's been there's not a body hiding around any corners. That, there are no corners for a body to be hiding around. I mean something could be hiding behind or inside one of the treatment tanks. Take a quick uh, look around and then uh and then leave. Why would someone break into here? Well, I'm, I'm th I've got the EPA on mind. If they're trying to find evidence and they're being blocked, they might sneak up over here and break in the way we just did and uh, trying to look for evidence of something. Cover up. I don't really care. It's not really part of our thing. We just want to know if this stuff is alien <clears throat> or maybe genetically created by some evil mad scientist is there a skill that i could use maybe to see if any of this equipment has been altered in any way or tampered with do you have a heavy machinery or any type of skill like that mm, no just the base heavy machinery um Oh, I've got heavy weapons. Wow. <laughs> well, well, just because these can shoot things doesn't mean that they yeah. do normally. Um, so you can roll uh, heavy machinery just at 10%. But right now you have the equivalent of me looking at a car engine going, yeah, it looks good. I rolled a one. Hell yeah. That's kind of a waste of a crit but yeah it's uh these have yeah, not been tampered with by any way they are working just to factory um expectations well oiled and maintained <laughs> yeah you know actually when i was a kid one of my first jobs out of high school i actually worked at this plant that actually made these damn tanks and i didn't know what they were used for but uh no they look just just out of the out of the uh, factory to me all right does anything look off? No, not they, that you all can see. I, I don't see anything weird about them. I just was right. kind of hunch. I just well, let's get these samples back. That's why we came here. Oh, uh, did you see another car out there somewhere where the EPA people? Maybe they just left these things here. They'll be back tomorrow. They could be. I didn't see any other vehicles. I didn't see any other vehicles either. So, yeah, let's head back. Don't get in a car accident, because if you get in a car accident and the vials break in my pockets, then I'd be fucked. Yeah. Let's uh, listen to that tape on the way back so I can. <laughs> All right. Time. 
right? As you are walking out of the water treatment plant, uh, plant is a generous term, uh, I need one of y'all to roll luck for me. I'll roll luck. No. Do you want to lie? Okay. No, um, I don't want to lie. 77. All right. Ooh, Critical fail. You, as you are walking towards the door, um, you see a red and light, red and blue strobing uh, reflecting on the inside of the door frame. As you step out, you see a sheriff's vehicle uh, pulled up next to yours. The lights are flashing and they are getting out of their car, telling you to put your hands on your head. Doing as you say. All right. This is a uh, a shorter, sturdy, middle-aged woman uh, with sandy blonde hair. Mm -hmm. uh, seems to be taking very appropriate uh, firearm stance. And she tells both of you, get on your knees, hands on your head. Now tell me, what the fuck are you doing here? Just so I can phone this in. We're FBI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, if I had a nickel every time I heard that. FBI just really like doing some little petty break-ins? Last I checked, this is no kind of a crime scene site. I patrol this area every night, and I do it very well. Now, do you want to be honest with me, son? Ma'am, he ain't lying. You can, you can, you can, I, will you let me give you my uh, wallet? Use your left hand and do it very slowly. I pull out my wallet and I flip the badge down. Okay. She takes her left hand off of the pistol to brace it, grabs it, takes a look. Um, she says, say, the, the place is already broken into when we got here. We are here to get samples of the water. We are working for um, the, I can't think of the town now, of the we're investigating. Oh, yeah. We're investigating the heavy metal poisonings that have been going on, and uh, we're just here for the water samples. We saw the building was broken into. We saw the. It looks like EPA was here. Uh, we were just wondering what was going on. Your powers of observation are rivaled only by your terrible curiosity. I'm going to need to put both of you in cups while I phone this into the station and confirm your identification, sir. Ma'am, cuffs ain't necessary. I mean, one law enforcement officer to another. Do you really have to do that? Let her do it. She's she's doing her job. Uh, as she walks closer to you, you can see on the name tag emblazoned is Kanapka is her last name. Uh, I will put this. Bam. I um just does everything look like it checks out? Like she's actually a sheriff's deputy, and this all she's legit. Yeah, she seems almost a little too legit. And even though Sanson's ID is, you know, completely real and convincing, she's doing everything to the letter. She seems like the kind of person that puts her shoe on left foot, then right foot every yeah. morning with no deviations. She's a good officer. Um, I'll say to her, maybe you should try and contact. Uh, get my name's all straight here. The. Uh, the deputy or whatever his name was. Uh, Sergeant Hayes. Sergeant Hayes. Well, you certainly seem to have known our roster. Uh, she walks back to the car, is in there for a little bit. Um, you see her shaking her head and sort of gesticulating some. Uh, 
comes back. She's like, well, seems as you two are free to go. Uh, I would appreciate maybe uh, giving people a heads up before breaking in to relevant locations that are on other officers' patrol lines. Well, I got I to gotta correct you there, ma'am. This, um, this facility, that lock that's been cut, I mean, you'll see, we don't even have the tools to do that. That was broken into when we got here. Normally, I would make you roll a persuade for this, but since you have legitimate FBI identification and you're speaking more like Sheriff's Department lingo, she's going to ease up. Um, I've also a got a seventy. I've got a seventy percent in persuade. So, All right. Well, yeah. you can bat them doe eyes as well, uh, but yeah. So she will go and is genuinely surprised that the lock has been cut um, on those, and so she will say like, "Well, I will make a note of this." Unfortunately, you all have sort of contaminated what is now an active uh, potential crime scene, but I appreciate the tip off. Yeah, and we didn't touch much in there. We were just uh, collecting samples here of the heavy metals, and I saw it was busted into, and I just, like, it's a habit. I need to clear the scene. I just, I think you're a, a fine officer, and you're doing your job, and uh, you should be commended. However, could you please take the handcuffs off? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, my mistake. Sorry, got a little too caught up. And yeah, she undoes both of the cuffs and you. wishes you both a good night. Good night. No, uh, to answer your question, it's uh, that would be she would be Silverbow County Sheriff's deputy. Different, okay. different. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but she can easily phone it in to the Helena uh, sure. Sheriff's office. So yeah, that was your night. Um, at this point, are you both going to drive back to the La Quinta? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, and we'll go over that tape on the way. We'll back. listen to the tape. Yeah, he wanted to read, listen to the tape. And... Sure. Let me know any other um, relevant information from that that you want to get into there. Yeah. What was the but, question that you had, though? That was in the, tape? the date. Um, I, the if there was a oh, time if there was a date when the money star people come or was gotcha. it thank you dark of the um, moon or let me double check that. So it is meant to be sung for the Matutsian at Sinuic, the Sweat Lodge Rocks, the Pleiades. Uh, I will post that because I'm probably mispronouncing it. No, Pleiades is correct. Okay. Um, the Seven bum, Sisters. Bum. Yeah. Let's see. And they don't mention... So uh, the interviewer asks, are there any times or events when the ceremony would occur? And the interviewee um, says uh, only from very high ground, reaching to the stars, Ghost Mountain might be best. Right. But, but nothing about Mountain time. Act, Ghost Mountain is actually the Devil's Tower. Mis, mis, mishearing of what he's saying in Lakota, which is right. Devil's Tower. Correct. Yeah, he tried to translate right. it and approximate it rather roughly. Well, we can assume that it's when the Pleiades is up. Um, so we can we could look on an almanac and see when that's the case. Pleiades. The Pleiades. It's if you if you looked up into the sky, I don't know if they're up right now. I'll look. Um, it's seven very bright stars with sort of a cloudy blue uh nebula around it it's pretty striking and if you're out in the desert where you can't see anything it's very very spectacular 
Well, here's the thing. As you're on the drive back and describing this, Montana is not called big sky country for nothing. You see them and can yeah. point them out to Highline on the drive it's back. Cluster of seven stars. Oh, like on Subaru. <laughs> oh, maybe that is. I don't know if that's the Pleiades or not. But you both can arrive um, pretty late at this point. It's like maybe 11, encroaching on midnight. Um, you pass Agent Bagman sort of sweating and cussing uh, over his laptop, sort of scrapping out different things while he's still in the middle of his research. Hey, Bagman, what, those diapers got the best of you? One more word, Highline. One more word, and I swear to God, I'm going to liquidate you, okay? Are you, you guys drive back to the hotel? I want yes. to text you to get some uh, Doritos and Snickers. Are you up too? Oh yeah, man, I'm always up. If everyone's up, can I tell them what happened with uh, with uh, Gaston? I don't think you would have gotten this call until like a little bit later because it took you another okay. four hours, like on top of everything. But you can definitely tell them about this Benthic company, and it seems to be just uh, has more layers than an ogre. Uh, all the different companies that own this. Okay, so they're so they're coming back like halfway through what I was doing. Right. This is okay. about the time that like you're burning willpower to like keep pushing on. Do any of the shell companies um he mentioned ring a bell to any of us? Say that one more time. Like do any of the shell companies you mentioned as you're searching through them, but we go, oh wait, 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 we 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 know about that. I mean, I thought he one. I thought he couldn't tell us. I thought he was still going yeah, to so I, but before the willpower, I didn't get that far to the shell companies. I got through some of uh, some of the local um, businesses, like the hospital. So I guess I could tell them about the hospital. Mm -hmm. I could tell them about um, Breckenridge. And what is the other one? I'm sorry. And Benthic. And you could Benthic. definitely tell them that something seems funny with Benthic, that it's you can't find a legitimate link back up straight up yeah, the ladder. So, so I'll say so. Okay, so first of all, St. Peter's Hospital, yeah, they 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 they're spending campaign money. I I see at least at least thirty thousand dollars that they've donated to the sheriff, um, in it, recently. Uh, Benthic uses Breckenridge Corporation guards. Is Breckenridge uh, a private mercenary? company or, or why do they have guards are they a security firm i don't know they're not a they're not a uh, I, I know what you they're not a, um, a private military company but they're still using the guards nonetheless For and that's what? what's weird about it if it was like a, a pmc um that would make sense they're just they're just using what's close but huh. they're using their guards and they're it's just a weird a weird for way what? to do for what that's what Why I'm do they have into. guards? That's what I'm looking into. It's a, like, you mean, like what, using their normal security guards for... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, Joy, at this point, because you haven't had too terribly much research to do, you've kind of been like the grad Every research day. assistant tonight. Yeah. Um, you can search up while uh, Bagman's going, like chasing this rabbit hole for uh, Benthic. You can find just through their main website that Breckenridge Corporation is an international private security firm uh, that has oh. that advertises some pretty deep military and intelligence ties among their members that they mentioned several very senior military officials among their staff. So they really Retired, know what they're doing. Yeah. Yes. 
So what is Benthic's primary wheelhouse again? Uh, Benthic seems to be research chemicals. Okay, do we know if they have any current projects in the area? Or do we know if any of the researchers or engineers publish papers around certain topics? Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to spend some time to look that up. Um, For this, let's... Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. You're here, spending here. time. I want to give you all a bunch of info to go wild tomorrow. Um, so Benthic Company has a location. Uh, it's a privately held pharmaceutical company that uh, has a location uh, in the mountains outside Helena to the north. You look at this location on the map and it's not different from the location that... Uh, Officer Jacobs picked up a drifter. It's much further north than where this happened. I'll kind of lean over. And this is on Agent Joy's laptop, correct? Yes. I'll kind of lean over like, bingo, we got ourselves a winner. And I was like, here, move this box of shit. Grab a chair. Here's <laughs> some coffee. Let's get this. Let's get down to this. Um, Agent Bagman, I, I apologize, but this isn't coffee. Uh, at least I don't think any reasonable human would consider this coffee and he just moves it aside did bagman mention that did you mention that you got threatened by gaston it hasn't happened yet that hasn't happened yet but uh, yeah yeah i'll say that in the morning okay okay so at this point let's say that you all have burned uh, enough midnight oil and we're going to start toddling off to bed. Um, some of you are actually, so yeah, we can go ahead and do this. Highline, you've had a pretty productive evening. Um, so you're able to go to sleep first out of everyone. Um, as you do, you sort of roll around on this looking to bed. That, while clean, does creak, isn't terribly comfortable. Um, and you end up thinking back home and you... Before you know it, you're sort of back at home with your wife, relaxing in your favorite recliner, looking at a fireplace. It's very cold Who outside. Uh, Highline. I'm sorry, did I misspeak? No, no I didn't catch no. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you're back at home, uh, relaxing with your wife, looking at the fire. You both have hot drinks nearby, um, enjoying your time together. You're glad that all of this is over. Uh, when you hear a baby crying from your bedroom, your wife, what's her name? Kira. Kira gets up um, completely unfettered and says, oh, she's being so fussy. As you get up, you it's a bit perplexing. It's a bit familiar. You walk down a hallway that looks familiar, but not in your home and follow her into the bedroom She's leaning over, shushing a little baby, and turns around with a little bundle in her arms, saying, isn't she so precious? And as you look, where the baby's face should be is an absence. It's not blank. It's nothing. It's the void that your mind can't really make sense of, that there is nothing that you can process there as it's stirring in her arms. As you look up, your wife's face is ashen with sunken in cheeks, and this brackish blue substance is seeping from her eyes and nose. And she smiles and tells you, it'll be all right. 
And as she does, a little bit of this ooze seeps out from her mouth. You hear a baby giggle. And then you hear, God damn it, that wakes you up at approximately 2.30 a.m. As you hear Bagman stomp into his room. Where? I collect myself for a moment. Maybe uh, rinse my face, and I go see what that uh, what that cussing and hollering was all about. Sure. You all right there, Highline? You look. I just I had a night nightmare. That's what you get for eating pancakes right before you sleep, man. Wouldn't be the first time. Anyway, what was that about? That I'm pretty sure that cussing and hollering wasn't part of my nightmare. I think I heard it from uh, Batman's room. He probably yeah, he probably stepped on a diaper. Well, I'll go see what he's on about. You can knock on the door, Batman. Hey, Batman, you in there? And, you know, I'll come thump it over to the door. And I'm just like, we have a problem. Yeah, you smell like diapers. This is true. I want to I punch you so bad. <laughs> your head now, is pounding. You are facing a migraine right now. Like every pulse of your heart is making your brain throb. All right, well, let me in so I'm not standing out here in the hallway. What's up? We got shut down by, well, I got shut down by Agent Gaston. The trash guy? Yeah. He says I'm digging too deep. But that, that's what he sent us here to do. That's what I said. And he says, I'm upsetting the wrong people. I'm digging too deep. And where I'm going is wrong. So I've been working on this all night. Um, I don't know. I've been seeing pink elephants and all types of crap. Um, so... What I did find is all this is a globe-trotting extravaganza that lands at Marsh Industries. Ring a bell to you? No. It didn't ring a bell to me, but that was exactly the time when I read that name. That was the exact time the agent got signed called. Marsh Industries. So... If he's so worried about you discovering something that he that sounds like that sounds like a personal problem for him, not us. Yeah, but he's he basically threatened that we're going to get well, I'm going to I don't know about you guys. But I'm going to get deleted if I continue with this. Man, March industry. Well, it sounds like we should keep digging. That's what I said. Um, but March. I. I don't know what's going on here, but whatever it is, it goes deep enough and high enough at the same time that there's some people who don't want, want us to continue down that route. So walk me through this. You were looking through money trails. Yeah, I went through. I was looking through money trails. I started at the hospital. Then when I went to Breckenridge Industries, that private military company we were talking about earlier. Wow. And then uh, it, we, I looked into Bensick. Bensick is a pharmaceutical company. So I continue to follow who owned them and who owned them that owned them that owned them that owned them that are them that are them that are them all night until I found Marsh Industries. And then you got your phone call. Yeah. Huh. 
you know what's weird? He says that I was setting off alarms. So why are we here? <coughs> yeah, you'd think that he would have planned for the eventuality that we would have uncovered some of this. I mean, if you uncovered all of this in a matter of a few hours, that seemed like a contingency that he should have considered. What's going on, guys? We have a shitty handler. That's what's going on. <laughs> um, Bagman's following the money. And then he gets a call from the boss, man. Tell him to stop. Well, maybe, maybe our our group is. Yeah, there's another group out there investigating something, and you might be accidentally tipping them off. I mean, it might just we might be just overlapping with somebody else's investigation in in the DG, or, or, or we're the cleanup crew. So. Yeah, we're here for this one thing. Oh, I've got that messed up. Right hand needs to clean up. Wipe it, as it were. I've I've got the, I've got the samples. If you want to take a look at them. But what's the point? Because obviously there's something deep going on here, and he's playing stupid. And I'm like accusing him, like you know something. Because if you if you didn't know something, you wouldn't be calling me at midnight telling me to stop looking into something. So they know something, and they sent us here to die. So, they, so he they, might they, not be playing. He, they he always, might just since everybody's up, I'm going to need a blood sample from all of you. Wait, what? Why? Because he thinks that we might be infected. That's why. It's probably a good precaution. So you regular can all samples continue, every day? You can all continue to keep arguing. I'll just... Look, argue. this, this, right. this I'm sample... Right hand, please. Yeah. Agent Throttle, the sample that I brought back is supposedly the clean water that is being pumped into the system where people are drinking it would you test this first for us sure you know sometimes working in this agency feels like we're getting the mushroom treatment Keep well, us in the oh. feed us with shit. is that a man joke no no it's a government bureaucrat joke i'm I mean, definitely feeling the green weenie on this one i mean is that a man joke <laughs> that, that is also a military joke. <laughs> need to know, right? Need to know. And sometimes we don't need to know. You guys know that the survivability of Delta Green agents is not very good. Yeah, but what so they don't want us to figure out why this happened or who's responsible. They just want us to clean it up. It, right. It's, all, it's all like a it's all like a tree. It's a branch. Uh you just may have gone down a little too far and gotten involved in some other investigation that they don't want anybody tipped off that Delta Green's after them. I mean, as far as we know, it could be one branch of Delta Green causes, and we're just here to clean up whatever they caused, right? So, I don't think they would waste us on things like that. That's for C-cells. I think we I need think. to figure this out and get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't feel just, like we're being supported at all. Hopefully, it's just and this I, fungus that we found. Then we can sneak out. Do you really suspect there's going to be a link between the contaminated water and what's going on here? I, way to find out. It's if the, the only way to find involved. out. We're eliminating all of the possibilities. Didn't you ever watch Doctor Seuss? Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is calculatus eliminatus. 
and we and we just figured out that um uh oh god i keep forgetting these what's the pharmaceutical company's name benthic benthic their one of their facilities is in the mountain to the north what kind of facility i don't think we forgot that far and when you say north you mean near didn't you say pharmaceutical did you say pharmaceuticals? Pharmaceuticals and chemicals. Yeah. Pharmaceuticals and chemicals. And we've got a gigantic pit of chemical stuff. And we've got heavy metal poisoning. It sounds like it's all going to tie together. Right. And one, but I'll test it, but it's not. I suspect that there's something going on with the pharmaceutical company. Which is right. But, but here's the thing. If there is something going on with the pharmaceutical company, the site being close to where uh, Fred Jacobs was first contaminated. If we go there, we'll of course want to be stealthy, but at the same time, they're all donating to the sheriff, but ideally to keep him quiet, have him play along, whatever. Would he be their weakest link if we want to find out what's going on? No, we found evidence that the EPA was at the pit, and uh, but not that they left. Well, we know at least one person from that EPA team also seems to be very connected to local business and has some shady corporate ties. So could there be a trail there? God, this is a nest, isn't it? A nest of things. Yeah. And what if none of them have anything to do with anything that we're interested in? Like you said, we're just eliminating loose, well, loose threads, not loose ends. That's the other part. You said uh, you said that we could go where the officer was found. Did you say that? That was a location that we found that was it Breckenridge or Benthic had an operation nearby? A plant near there, yeah. Well, well near well, there. We don't know exactly where the officer was, right? Or do we? You do know where the officer met the alleged uh, yeah, we went transient? There. Oh, yeah. we went. That's right. We went. Yeah, there. You went there. That is just up Interstate 15 to the north of Helena. Benthic Company is in the mountains, probably another 45 plus minutes away from uh, 15. Right. If you look on the map, it's about where the, the big sort of sickle curve in 15 happens. It's off to the right of that. Did we find out who currently owns the pit? State of Montana. State of Montana. Okay. It's the governor. He's the one behind it all. Can't trust him. Um, so what do we got, Throttle? Is there bacteria in that water or fungus? I don't know. I got. It takes a while to do a test. I would think. So uh, you tell me. Yeah, that's I mean, what. Wait, it's two a.m. Yeah, that's exactly right now. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you all want to keep burning the midnight oil, I'm going to need willpower rolls from yeah, all of you I'm, to stay I'm, up, or you I'm can exhausted. get exhausted. I'm exhausted. Let's go to sleep and go look at this in the morning. Wait, but what about the blood samples? You want to get well, there? You can take those in the morning. No, I just I've drawn them while you were arguing. I already drawn okay. them. Okay, okay. You didn't even feel it, Joy. Got a, like a sixty in first aid. I can draw blood like nobody's business. Yep, you're a real phlebotomist. Is that a man? Is that joke? a man joke? Yeah, that's a hey. man joke. <laughs> all right. So as you all. Sigh in frustration. At least you have leads to chase in tomorrow and sort of trudge back into your prospective rooms. Um, Bagman, you are tired and frustrated. Your head is pounding and you roll over and uh, 
trying to get a night's sleep. This surging in your ears is it's doing that thing where when every time your heart beats, you can feel it pulse throughout every uh, muscle in your body. And there's this dull roar that's sort of in your ears as this pressure is building. And as you sleep, you the the roar is kind of pleasant and it reminds you of uh, your noise machine back home. And, you know, we're really glad that you brought it along. And, and thinking back to your old bedroom, how much you miss your bed, your old life, you remember leaving the noise machine untouched in the corner. So you sit up with this drop in your stomach, remembering that that's not what you're hearing. And what you can see around you is dark and cold. The walls of the room are gone. It's the bed is still there. The floor, what was that rough, almost AstroTurf-esque green carpet is now black basalt rock. There is this rumbling that's happening at odd, uneven intervals that seems to be rising. You look up and the sky is an unbroken constellation of stars above you, shining brighter than you have ever seen them before, but it's the only light around. Your eyes adjust and looking back down, you can see that the land around you is fractured, like too dry soil, there's rifts cut through it, canyon-like rivers. The sound seems to be echoing back up from there. You step away from the bed, walk over to them and chance and look over into the cavern. What you can see, it, the light from the stars is reflecting off of something, this living blackness that is surging and pulsing through these canyons at a pace so irregular that it could only be voluntary. Stumbling back, you look up again and you can see the unbroken stars above you, but notice there's patches of blackness that you didn't notice before. Sort of looking into this, you can see that there are high asymmetric cutouts that you can only view in the negative space that they block from the starlight. They seem towers that loom about you expectantly. This dull roar keeps surging in your ears and is rising to match your heartbeat as it races until it is your heartbeat, until you feel a, a different light, not from the stars, that's touching your eyelids as they flutter open and you can see warm light seeping through your cheap hotel blinds. I am going to need you to roll me a D4 and a D10 and take one sanity loss. Sorry about that, got cut by my D4. Uh, D4 is a three. And you said a D10. Yes. Right. That's an eight. Okay. 
you feel you've had migraines before you've had hangovers before you've had the flu before you've never had all of them at once before you feel like hammered dog shit i mean maybe baby shit since we're you know continuing to harp on that little box of yours uh you lose three hp damage and you rolled an eight on that d10 yes subtract eight from your base pow score yeah, you are like struggling to get out Shouldn't of bed. Shouldn't have had in the that morning. coffee. He was definitely sleeping with the Amazon box, wasn't he? Wow. Okay. You wake so, up with yeah. an open Amazon box near your bed. Your hand dipped in what you hope to God is chocolate. So I I, I subtract ten from my base power score. Uh, no, minus eight. Minus you eight. rolled a D ten. You rolled an eight. Oh, that's bad. That's some sweet bullshit. That is less than ideal. And that affects my times five for my as well, right? It's permanent. Right. Okay. It's not well. I've said too much. Had <laughs> yourself a haggard moment. It's not necessarily permanent. Um, okay, so... You can do some cocaine and get a little bit back. Throttle's got some, FYI. And we're the CIA. Oh, she's a very old-fashioned doctor. What if if the the linchpin and the plan of the star people is cocaine? (laughs) Anyway. Well, it would fit with, uh, like, the Andean... uh, I think the linchpin of the government is cocaine. We can confirm that, yes. (laughs) All right, so... I feel like I feel horrible and I'm just waking up like (laughs) I'm here crying are you (laughs) your head hurts worse after yelling you like sort of reel back again oh what Doctor, you have a patient. 6 a.m. Uh, 7 a.m. So I, I try to spring out of bed to get to throttle, but that superhero spring motion in reality was me just rolling over and falling flat on my face. So I'm not even, I'm so weak. I'm not even using my arms. I'm literally worming it with my shoulders to the door. <laughs> What happened to you, yo? Better check his I blood. Think, I think you need to test me. Does he look what's so he lost uh eight hit points? Is that or eight whatever points? Yeah. But oh, but he lost hit points too. So does that how what is that visibly noticeable? Like, does he look wounded or sick or he def he looks sick. Um, he doesn't have like blood seeping from anywhere. There's no visible wounds or anything. He looks sick. Okay. Yeah. He looks like what we would describe as COVID. Like whenever people were hit very hard by it. Um, I'm immediately going to put a respirator on. Okay. And then how many do we have? Do we have four? I think we have three sets, right? uh, At the hospital. All right. All right. 
And then, uh, okay, Bagman, lay down. Let me take some vitals here. And just what happened? I am face down, so I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> and I will. I'll take Bagman's vitals. Okay. He, his heartbeat is a little bit slow, um, slightly irregular, but within normal boundaries people are always a little bit different uh his body temperature is spiking slightly as if it's starting to get a fever uh and then he just describes muscle aches headaches lots of things that are common but really difficult to diagnose how odd i'm going to take a blood sample um you're just going to lay down here like it it really looks like you're just getting sick, but given the situations that should concern us. So um, let me run your blood. And remember, I don't have a full medical lab here. There's only a few things that I can look for. But I, will so I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's just me getting sick. I had a dream. And I was seeing like stone towers and there was light tickling my eyes. It was beautiful. So, Bagman, I have to ask, are you or were you on any recreational drugs last night? Like LSD, maybe? No, I, I did not take a ride on the Yellow Submarine. Okay. Look, we're dealing with a, 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 an inf possibly an infectious fungus. That's the first thing we can need to eliminate. Maybe he's just got the flu, but let's hope that he doesn't have the battery uh, the battery eating disease. Should we all put on PPEs just in case? Well, nobody's in the room with me. It, it should take to be trouble. clear. This is just Bagman and me. We're working under cont contamination situations here. Well, we all came when we heard the noise. Well, I didn't let you in. If you knock on the door and I open it and I say, and I'm wearing my respirator, I say, Bagman's in here. He's feeling ill and I'm running tests. And I really think we should start operating under contagious, contaminant situations. Understood. And then I close the door. And, oh, I open the door a crack. Remember, too, we're a covert operation. Let's be careful what we say to each other on phones and in texts. And then I say, did you get those Snickers, by the way? We're yes, not going to contaminate our box. Snickers by putting them in the room with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did we sleep? And you did all slept sleep fine. With? Okay. I mean, Highline had some spooky dreams, but. You know that in our business, spooky dreams sometimes mean things, right? Nah, I don't think so. Coincidence. Pancakes, remember? It's just your brain processing all of the terrible things that you've seen and done throughout the past days. Oh. Well, we're, we're Delta Green, so. Who knows? Our fungus might be uh, intelligent. Among us? Oh. Yeah, among us. Yeah. So, um, so at this well, point, um, I, I can order something for breakfast while uh, Agent Throttle. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing takes some, thirty I'm, seconds to see if there's 
stuff in the it, blood. Look, look <laughs> who's the doctor here? <laughs> um, hang, uh, uh, just check your test. So okay, I. All right, Bagman. Bagman, how are you feeling? You know, I have felt better. Hmm. I'm a little hungry. And I'm slightly concerned because the bullets in my pistol are starting to look real good. What, to eat? I've already eaten two. You're eating your own bullets? Throttle, you can roll sand. Yeah, I don't make it. Yeah, that's just one. You've had patients, you know, go off script on medications, but this is a little something new. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like set up. And I got a, I, I literally have a handful of bullets and I'm shaking around like sunflower seeds at a baseball game. Well, you know, I'd rather the bullets were in your hand than in your Glock, but I, um, just chill and I'm going to be right back. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh. All right. I go into the other, where's everybody else hanging out? I go into the other room or the suite. Yeah, we're staying away from you. <laughs> you are now a vector. Is he safe? <laughs> All right, so nope. what's the sit rep? Okay, I go into the other room, and I do not take my respirator off. And I say, um, Bagman's contaminated. Good. He's bad. And, he's, and, he's eating, and he's eating metal. To try, Don't I let him eat it. Well, yeah, we'll let him eat it. We'll let him eat it. Um, I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to tell him because he's a fellow agent and he deserves to know what's going on. But we need to plan now because we're going to keep working with him. We don't want to get infected from him. So that means PPE for all of us when we're around him. Yeah, but, but if you can't let him eat lead, lead's highly toxic. The least of his worries. It destroys brain cells. This foreign fungal matter, according to my crude calculations, killed Officer Jacob in three days. He can eat a dump truck full of lead and not die in three days. Well, if we cure it in five days and he's already eaten so much lead, it destroys him. That is one, not one problem at a time. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be a problem agent bagman stop eating lead <laughs> and then i will go back in and i'll sit down and i'll say I'll just, agent okay as i pop in another bullet <clears throat> agent bagman i think since you're since you are just uncontrollably eating metal you already know what i'm going to tell you you are infected the infection is not high at this point but you have been you have been um, contaminated with this fungal agent. Well, is there any like antifungal cream I can rub on myself? Well, we don't know really what it is. We don't know where it's from. But well, if there's any, if you have any incentive now to break orders of a superior officer to find out what the fuck's going on, this is probably it. I can't even walk. Um, 
And these assholes essentially killed me by sending me here. You used me to figure out how we can protect the populace and keep this under wraps. You do whatever test you need, because I'm dead anyway. And while I'm conscious, I will try to, I will keep digging. Because what are they going to do, put more lead into me? Um, I am not set up to run a medical facility to run tests on you and see the results. I'm not asking for, for like a BSL-4. I'm asking you to start sticking me with shit. I don't have shit. I don't, have, just, I don't have a variety of stuff to stick in you and hope that something pops. Here's what I've got is I've got a load of stimulants and I got a load of morphine and I can dope you up and I can jack you up and then we can go up to that place in the north and we can bust the fucker open. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, Bagman has seen what this does to people and he's also aware that it, it's a matter of days, not even weeks. So, yeah, dope <laughs> me up. Throttle, I, um, can you roll intelligence or in, times five? <laughs> I failed. Okay. Well, you do have some pretty basic medical testing stuff. Um, there was also a decent lab set up uh, in the coroner's office that you were able to use to identify like a good chunk of the samples. The rest of the things you've been doing is kind of with a small pocket microscope uh, to just examine a small smear of blood. Um, but you also remember that you did requisition some materials from the local St. Peter's Hospital. in case you needed to get something that you couldn't buy commercially. All right. So my understanding of trying to figure out some kind of cure is a long process. It involves a lot of people and a lot of trial and error, and we don't even know what this thing is. We we want to know if we're infected and how to kill us. We want to know if we're infected. We want to know if spraying Lysol on it kills it. Right. And, and that's what it is a very long process, especially in the U S but that's because of the FDA. Yeah. I don't want to cure it. Right I just want to kill it. <laughs> so, so I think with the test results of the blood samples and the stool samples from last night, when you already doing some of that, you put some antiviral creams or antifungus creams and whatnot. Maybe, no, I don't think so. It. That's not my understanding. My understanding was what I was focusing on was to make sure that it's all the same thing. Okay. It's the same foreign agent is in all of these different things. And, and it is. And then we had some, we had some like, um, because we don't understand how the battery and the metal eating mm. is connected to this. So we were doing some sort of, some yes. sort of testing right, right, to see you were searching for the how the fungus reacts to uh, I see I guess you were searching for the flora within the different human samples and found them in each uh yes. joy was doing the gra research project and setting up a line of petri dishes with um batteries and other food sources in it um for something commercially available let's say and you can correct me at any time if you um object speak now or forever hold your peace um you had one petri dish with a smear of the flora and one of the small batteries like would go in a laser light a yeah. smear that had a duracell in it a smear with nothing and a smear with um you were able to dig through um 
one of your colleagues' bags. I will let you decide who. And you find a bottle of chlortrimazole for athlete's foot and jock itch. And uh, you smeared some of this antifungal cream in the Petri dish with- It was Angela's. (laughs) Because I'm the only one that works out here in this crew. You also took samples of all of our blood. Could you please test them? Oh, I did. And? You're okay. I'm sorry. Did I forget to tell you all that? Wait, we're all okay and we're experiencing, or or a bag man is experiencing. Here's what I can tell you. Here's what I can tell you. No, here's what I can tell you. In our blood samples, there are there the there is none of this strange floral. um, That includes Bagman from last night. No, 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 no. Bagman has it. Bagman, it is in Bagman's blood, but it is not in any of our blood. Okay. So Bagman was somehow infected, and we don't know how. The the box. He was the one playing with the poop. We all were. And he was also the one taking precautions. He took I didn't touch nothing. (laughs) I didn't touch I didn't play in poop. Oh no, you're in the other room. How loud do you say that? Through a mouthful. Enough for you to hear. He here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bagman was taking this. He was in. I was everywhere where he was too. So was Highline. I mean, there or abouts. The three of us were a team for a while, and we all had the same precautions, and we all took them, and we all went into the same areas. How was Bagman infected? Do you think? Maybe a genetic thing. Where was he in the bedroom where the baby was? I don't recall, and I don't think so. I was, and Highline was. I don't think Bagman was. Um, I, I don't. I failed my intelligence role. I don't know if Bagman was any place where we weren't, but my shoddy memory is that he wasn't. That Bagman, we were all in about anyone, the same. Did anyone come into contact with you? But we could look, look, we have enough respirators for, can we just say we have four respirators? Sure. We have enough respirators to go talk to Bagman. Let's like, let's go talk to Bagman. Bagman, Bagman, we're trying to figure out how you got infected. Was there any place where you were that you remember where we weren't? I think it was just dumb luck and that all of us had the same risk. Except for kiosks. I feel like I avoided, I avoided going to see the baby. I avoided going into the house. Like, like we were all there, but I was outside with you. I didn't go in. And you went in the first time with us. Right. But I didn't touch anything. I looked around and then I left. You touched, you touched the, uh, the, the diaper genie. Where the bags were, the, the the spent things. Nobody else touched that. Did any assist, person? Did the I woman in touch the autopsy. you? You assisted in the autopsy. It, it could just be luck at this point. Luck. A roll of the a roll of the dice doesn't infect someone. They have to be infected by something. We have to find that thing. Then we'll understand how the disease is transmitted. Right, but unless the disease has a 100% infection rate. But the closest thing I got 
to anything that was seriously contaminated was the deputy's body. Because okay. I was helping throttle, and they, that, that's the closest I ever got. So we're and still we, thinking. We, we both had, had PPE stuff on. Right. And you helped me put it on properly. So that was the closest I ever got. And Even in the house. You're ill now, but you weren't ill yesterday, at least not, not until you stayed up all night. You were fatigued. Could his fatigue have lowered his immune system somehow and made him more susceptible to? There's too many variables right now to, to make a conjecture, I think. Here's the important thing, is that the, suddenly there's a clock ticking. I mean, I didn't, until I started to, until I worked on the summary, I didn't realize how quick this happens. Jacob died in three days of contamination. Jacob's. Well, the when, he got, when he got thrown up on, he may have received a massive dose of whatever the contaminant was. Yes. In, in, in Bagman's case, he may have had a much, much smaller dose. Yes. What? Okay. So I've now, I've been, for a day, I've watched the floral, I've observed the floral, and I still have samples from the cadaver. What's the, what's the rate of growth of this thing? I know it's quick. Yeah, what's the difference in the four samples? So, Oh, the other thing, too, is, though, but we don't have any idea, like, you know, what's the rate of where it, where it kills you? Like how you know how how much do you need to, for it to be fatal? We don't know. I know that um, Jacob's body was lousy with it, right? It was all throughout the GI tract. It was through his major organs. Well, we assume that as a worst case scenario, and and you saw this a deadline. So, Anything else is bonus. As you say that, uh, I will I will give you something uh, throttled that I think. Um, Angela may have forgotten when looking through all of the blood samples. Uh, the blood sample from Christina Jacobs is rife with this flora. And she's still up on two feet. Chatting away. So Bagman has the best breastfeed someone to stay alive. Well, why is, Bag why is Bagman on his back? From I, no, but this is sort of like a is is that is that narrative flare or is that a consequence of mechanical consequence of losing Powell? Um, that was narrative flare for me. That's it, I had that feeling. So it also um, different people are name? going to react what's differently to the infection. Some people might be immune. The mother might be immune. Her well, I don't know if she's immune or she's just stoic. I mean, she's. She's lousy with it. Or yeah, she like, has high amounts of the flora and high amounts of metals within her bloodstream. But she does living. You said, you, you said that she doesn't look that ill. No, she looks severely malnutritioned. Like razor thin face. Her body is like she looks bad. Well, one of you she says the baby is deformed. The other one says that it's perfect. This is true. So is it causing a hallucinogen? Is there a hallucinogen involved that's well, making well, you see what it wants you to see? It being the floral? You're now yeah. giving the floral organism intelligence? No, no, no. It doesn't have to have intelligence. Hosts. I mean, there are, there are bacteria that infect insects and turn them into zombie slaves yes, that, there uh, is. to spread the disease. 
That is so true. It might be completely, yeah, no intelligence involved. Um, it's definitely new because we're not instantly saying, oh, it's Streptococcus or, oh, it's this. Yeah, yeah. Bagman, I think you're just going to have to suffer through this and we're going to wear respirators around you because we don't want to get contaminated. Uh, and it's going to look out of place. So we'll probably want to not travel around too much with do you want to move our entire operation to the green box what what wait what that's a hole in the woods we won't be observed though was there electricity no yeah there's no breakfast either yeah but what if every time you go in to get breakfast you're infecting people we have we have a dangerous vector right here. No offense, Agent Backman, but we're walking around in in you know isolation things like we're in some sort of hot zone, and there are people <laughs> people who are going to see us. Well, well, don't forget we know about us, but for example, the coroner if he's still alive, or um, Christina. I'm sure she's met and interacted with other people, such as Sergeant Hayes, who's probably been in the house. So we're not the only vectors here. And and what about the John Doe, right? So yes, we can worry about us, but the, what we need to weigh is how much will that slow our investigation? And because of that, it are more people going to die. And And I think on the balance of things, us moving around as rapidly as possible to solve this and possibly find a cure it is probably the lesser of many evils. So there, there is a, a well said. There's a lot going on here. And uh, I, we're, I, we're thinking of, uh, we're getting close to the end of this session. I'm curious what everybody thinks our next immediate step should be. Check to see not to launch sense. into action, but just to voice it. Highline, what do you think our next move should be? I think the most important thing is to find out if we can kill it so that we can at least disinfect our rooms so that we can then continue to function without worrying about getting infected. Yeah, we need to figure out a way to kill it. I, I mean, even if someone goes to Walmart, and grabs me a couple of bottles of tough actin tenactin. Or Lysol. That'd be Lysol. You hear Agent Backman say from the other side of the door. No, no, no. We're all in the same room. <laughs> oh, I thought they walked in. Yeah, oh, I'm did. sorry. With I was just teasing. I couldn't resist. Okay. <laughs> you could yeah, suddenly try UV light. How we can combat this. Oh. But also, we need Soon. to keep Backman kind of isolated. Enjoy. I think we need to keep investigating our leads. We don't need four people, you know, researching and isolating him. I need to, or at least I think we should be interested in finding out what all the connections are from March, from the sheriff, star people. We can't just deal with the symptom. We need to treat the disease. As but, it were. but you think that's our top priority? At this yes, wait, wait, wait. Because we're exposable, but whatever information we identify and relay back to ideally um 
We can do that, but I think I'd like to be protected, physically protected from a virus or whatever. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. Though no. I want to keep, I want to keep exploring this, Joy, because I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Of the different leads, mm. what's the most important one to follow? Do you think, and or even if you just want to say them, what do you think our leads are? So I think the leads we have right now is the sheriff, or, or the, what, you would know, the local... what would the sheriff? But the sheriff is getting money and funding from these different organizations, right? And we think that at least one of them, Benthic, dealing with pharmaceuticals, has a plant very near the original site of contamination. So if we think the sheriff knows enough, that might be their weakest link to see what he's covering up for them. Or we send someone to investigate the plant itself and, and see what they're up to. But that might be premature. Also, remember, we're supposed to be directing the suspicion of this issue towards more of a bioterrorism angle. Exactly. Um, and what about this? And then the other thing that pops in my mind is the star children angle. Yes. Which. So the, right. So for the star children, all we know is. One, um, the asset one, the baby has been referred to as a star child or a star person by the mother. We don't know why, and, and that's all we know. We know that there is local lore related to Devil's Tower, related to it, um, simply based on a label on the green box saying star people. And that is a connection. So now they did talk about bringing people to the site and, and having different sort of interactions, ceremonies. So what happens if there is a connection and we bring infected people to the site? That's also a lead. It's eight hours away. So if we think there is a 48-hour window or 72-hour window after which Batman is no longer valuable, then we can you know set up that time and bring him there and see if that experiment yields anything. Again, but that that's probably a very thin lead or, or connection. Right. So three possible things. And and you could do most of them simultaneously. Bagman and maybe even the baby to Devil's Tower. If we think there's a connection. Well, wait, you you're jumping ahead though a little bit. Sure. So I think that so that the the uh site with the children is one. I think right. the Beckenridge thing or whatever it is is yep. good. And then it, yep. and the sheriff is awake into Beckenridge. Correct. I think that's really good. Right. We'll lean into him. And then we've got okay, so the whole thing with figuring out if there's a cure is just research. Correct. That could be me. Uh that could be the EPA. Correct. We could concoct a story. We could concoct a story and give it to the EPA that we think there's a biological contaminant going on. And we think that maybe one of these supremacy groups is behind it. And we think these people are infected. And then we can have the EPA do that, that work. Right. We know one person in the team assigned to the EPA might be related to, again, local companies, shady practices covering things up. So if that is a avenue, then if we compromise the sheriff, use the sheriff to turn that EPA person, then this won't be quote unquote on the record, or at least we have 
um, someone we can use and leverage without this making national news. So again, that is a so that's that's why idea. that so what would be the point of all that so that they don't talk about it? Correct. Because that was my other question though. Can we include these other agencies? Because we know this is unnatural. We're not supposed to. Right. So you know they'll do the investigation, but because we have um, compromising material, then we can make sure they stay quiet. All right. Here's right. what I think we should do. And, and and this is just after listening to everybody. I think that Bagman and I should stay behind and I'm going to do whatever I can to try and figure out how to cure or suppress or interact with the floral. Kill. That's what I, that's what I think. And I don't think you three should wait for those results because they could never come. So I think you three have to go into action and follow these other avenues. I'd like to look for a potential um, ground zero, like uh, that site, that Benthic site. What did, what, what did you come up with the water? Have you analyzed the water? Not uh, I haven't yet, but I will. That might be our contamination site. Okay, that's not going to take Until long. that happens, right? Until no, no, that no that's not going to take long at all. I look at the water. I look at the dirty and the clean water. Is there any of the flora in the water? Sure. Well, you go do that. It's going to take a hot minute to test it for different stuff. Um, Bagman, your phone dings. All right. Um, where, my, where did my prop go? Uh, uh, okay, I look at my the phone. battery. Okay. You the battery. Oh, 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 hold that thought. <laughs> hold that thought. We'll get back you to that. You lick your lips yeah, while you I'm unlock it. <laughs> um, it's an email from the FBI. Okay. You got a hit. Really? The facial recognition image came back for one Brent McCaslin, a biochemist who works at Benthic Company. Okay, so I'll relay that. So yeah, it's a it was a Brent McCaslin. 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 And he works at the Brethic. Oh, cannot say it. Brent getting in his brain. <laughs> The Benthic Company. Yes. Benthic. Oh, my God. Benthic Company. Is this the one that's funding the sheriff? No. This, the this, the, this is the Benthic guy. is one of the three people. Oh, this three is the guy who puked. This is the guy no, who no, no, puked no, no, on no, the deputy. This is the company that's funding the sheriff. Correct. So you might want to keep quiet. Right. So he's a researcher or, or an engineer with Benthic, one of the three organizations that we know are funding the sheriff and likely has interactions with Gabrielle Foltz from the EPA and if this is patient zero, very likely he was contaminated at whatever site we're looking for. Do we know where Brent uh, McCaslin is supposed to, like his home office, um, you know, like Benthic. which org? No, no, but like physically, like is he working out of plan A, plan B, plan C? Because that, to your point, Asian Highline, is likely our, our initial site. He was on foot, so... So I, I can't can't have been that far away from that area. No. I mean, it's forty five minutes by car, so it's going to be even more by foot. But again, we don't know what this thing can do to um, a a human body. And two, if we look at the map, there are no good, you know, roads or trails as far as we know. It's a lot of footpath. Um, so he could have been by foot and walked for four hours. You know, there's something that we're that it's it's kind of coming blatant to me at this point. This fellow 
Brent was out in the middle of nowhere in the freezing cold without any kind of covering. And he was able to mentally make the, sh- the, 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 the deputy obey. Wait, was it him or was it another voice we heard on the video? I think, it, oh, it was him. Okay. It like was Chaos Finish, like Chaos Finish. And he works as a, as a, in a pharmaceutical company as a chemist. And we've got a strange fungus that we think might be coming from that copper mine. What is the and, and the star people connect? Well, because you haven't tested the damn water. Um, and the star people connection. What if somebody is trying to create a more genetically enhanced human for some reason that can withstand the freezing cold, withstand environmental problems only it's not a hundred percent sometimes it causes the person to die uh which we've seen the guy die but sometimes the person might be transformed by it like i think our are this brent mccaslin's not dead He's transformed. Well, we don't know what he's said or not. That's a, that's a wonderful story, Kios. It's based on complete speculation. No, it fits all of the facts that we have so far. Which doesn't mean that it's real. It just means that it's something you thought of that fits some of the pieces. So let's <sighs> test the water. We'll test the water. And, uh, and you all are going to figure out the best way to get into this place and find out what the fuck is going to go on. Either that's through the sheriff or through the front door. And we will do all of that and more next week. <laughs> Our players included Matt Ryan, Dandipolis, Billy Chung, Joseph Clay, and myself with Lex Hurley as the handler. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account just a dollar to a month. Helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Delta Green role playing game until next time good luck and good gaming <laughs>